Welcome to the Fit Vegan Podcast, the show where we help you optimize your health, fitness, and mindset on a whole food plant-based lifestyle. My name is Maxim Siguain. I am a former triathlete, powerlifter, bodybuilder, and basketball player, and I've been vegan for over nine years. I'm also the founder and CEO of Fit Vegan Coaching, which has helped over 500 vegans from 20 different countries to completely transform their bodies and their health. I'm excited for you to hear today's episode. Let's get into the show. All right. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Fit Vegan Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about why being busy doesn't mean that you're being productive. And we're going to relate that to, um, we can relate to, to business, we're going to relate that to uh, fitness specifically. So as humans, we have the belief that more is better, right? We feel like if there's a lot of activity, it means that we're getting a lot of things done. You've probably heard of the 80-20 rule, right? Basically, it applies to every single area of your life. There's 20% of what you're doing that is producing 80% of your results. Likely, And also that there's 80% of the activities that you're doing that is producing 20% of the results. That applies to business. That also applies to your fitness and nutrition as well. I see so many people, let's look at nutrition and supplementation. Their nutrition is shit, but it takes so many supplements and fat burners and kidney cleansers and whatever it may be in the hopes to lose the weight right? And potentially it's helping, again, producing 20% of the results, even less than that, but it's 80% of what they're spending their time on versus they could just focus on tweaking their nutrition and get 80% of the results and actually see some progression. From a training standpoint, right? There's the belief that more is better. If I burn more calories, things must be better. I'm going to lose more fat. Um, that's false. It's counterproductive at a certain point. Um, just realize that if I put my hands here on the podcast, on, the, on YouTube, my hands are huge. <laughs> okay, I'm going to pull my hands back. If you're watching on YouTube, it's, it's funny. Um, if you're doing cardio every day, just an hour every day, which seems to be a number that I kind of hear often with, with people that I speak to before they come into the program, um, understanding that your body is an adaptation machine and will get adjusted fast to whatever you do, meaning it'll become efficient at doing that specific type of exercise, meaning you'll burn less calories to do it. If you start with one hour a day for five to six days a week, which is, again, is very common, um, your body will get used to it. So therefore, you will burn potentially less than half of the amount of calories that you used to burn when you started that regimen, you know, five, six months down the road. You'll burn about less than half of the amount of calories. And so therefore, in order to lose more or burn more, you're going to have to do more, right? Therefore, you're going to have to do an hour and a half every day and eventually two hours because your body's going to adjust to that as well. You're just going to have to keep increasing if you want to be able to burn the same amount of calories as you were before if you want to lose weight. So that is a lot of activity. That is a lot of time spent in the gym or running on the trails. If your goal is not to compete and trying to win races and your goal is purely fat loss, that is very counterproductive. How sustainable is it for you to give away two hours a day of your life to lose some fat, right? I'm sure you have other things that would be a better use of your time, like spending time with your partner and your kids or with the people that you love and building memories versus just trying to kill yourself running in the trail to try to burn that last five to 10 pounds of fat. Very counterproductive. And again, not very sustainable and not the most efficient way to do it. Again, a lot of activity, very little results, right? And you hear all the time these stories and a lot of them are from our members. 
man, I was doing an hour of cardio every day. Now I'm doing three to four strength training sessions a week and one minute, one session of 30 minutes per week. And I lost more fat than when I was doing one to two hours of cardio per day. How is that possible? Right? We have to look at it logically. What helps us lose fat? Right? We need to have a higher metabolism. Does cardio help us have a faster metabolism? It doesn't right? Um, it will just create a bigger deficit, which ultimately can actually slow down the metabolism. Having more lean muscle mass on your body will help you have a higher metabolism, will also help you have a greater body, right? A lot of runners have a skinny, saggy look to them. They don't have that lean and toned body that we, that we look at on magazines like, wow, that's an impressive physique. They look skinny and saggy for the most part. Some of them are lean, but, but they're skinny and saggy. For most runner, most runners have no butts. Um, only the people that lift have great butts, right? It's just, it's a strength training thing. So strength training is essential to speed up metabolism, right? Just naturally, you need more food to sustain the amount of muscle you build. Therefore, you get to eat more food. Um, so that is something that will pay a huge dividend in the overall transformation versus an immediate quick, immediate quick burn in calories, Right. It's not going to change much in the long run because, again, your body will become efficient at it. Now, we want to create inefficiencies throughout your strength training regimen, right? That's why we change our workout for members every four weeks because the body needs a new stressor to become fitter or else it plateaus, and the same thing happens. But with running, there's just so many variations you can do, right? You can do hills. You can do sprints. You can run, and, and that's pretty much it. There's not a lot of things that you can do to create that additional level of fitness besides increasing the duration right? On the strength training side, we can play with so many rep ranges. We can play with so many sets. We can play with so many amounts of break. We can play with so many exercises on different angle that allows us to stay within a reasonable time. Most of our members work at about 45 minutes per session. And that's like three to five per week, depending on what they ask for in their current schedule and level of obligation, because we tailor it to their life. Ultimately, we want it to be sustainable. So how sustainable is that versus trying to do one to two hours of cardio every single day, Right up to you. But at one point, you're not going to be able to do that forever because you're going to have different obligations um, in your life. So realizing that activity doesn't equal productivity, then what is the most, what are the most impactful things that we can do that they're going to be the best use of our time to get the maximal amount of, res of results, right? Um, I wouldn't call myself lazy. I would call myself efficient. So how can we be efficient with our training and nutrition? Well, having a solid foundation of strength training at least a minimum of three times a week is a great place to start. You can go to four, you can go to five. I don't do more than five strength training sessions a week. And sometimes I just do four because five is a lot on the body. If you're actually exercising properly, right? If you're doing your workouts and you know, after you're like, well, I feel, I feel good. Like I could do another workout after you did not push hard enough during that workout. If an exercise is too easy, right? I always love when, when people tell me this, well, my workout is easy. Okay. Add five pounds to your exercise. Is it still easy? Add another five pounds. Oh, it's getting harder, but you can still do a lot. Add another five pounds. Oh shit, now it's hard, right? That's all exercise is. If it's too easy, add more weights. If if your workout's too easy, add more weights. If you bench press and I give you just the bar, which is 45 pounds, I'm like, oh, this is easy. All right, cool. Add 10 pounds on each side. We're at 65 pounds. It's still easy. Add another 10 pounds on each side, an extra 20 pound jump every time. 85. You know, eventually, if we don't stop, we're going to get the three, 400 pounds. You won't be able to bench press the bar. So if your workouts are too easy, you're not putting enough weight on the bar. You're not putting enough weight on the exercise, right? It's bullshit that a workout 
is too easy. You just need more weights right, to push yourself for that, for that exercise. Um, so that is productivity at its finest strength training minimums three times a week. Four is a good number. Five is starts to get pretty taxing on your central nervous system. You start to get pretty tired at the end of, um, at the end of your week. Um, in terms of cardio, we want to be efficient with how we create those deficits to achieve your fat loss. And I'm not talking to people that are training for performance. If you're training for a marathon, a triathlon, don't listen to this. This is not for you. This is for people that want to lose fat specifically, right? If you give your body 30 minutes, it'll take time to adjust to that 30 minutes. And then once it gets used to it and it burns some additional calories and help you lose some weight, add another 15 minutes, right? Add another 20 minutes, just play by increments because the bigger jumps you do, Eventually, your body will adjust to that jump, and then you have to do more than that to create additional deficit. So same thing with your nutrition. The bigger deficit you set up front, the more likely you are to lose muscle, first of all. Second, your body will adjust to that deficit, right? So if you say that if you want to lose 40 pounds, you're like, I want to lose two pounds a week, the theoretical thing that people say is lose uh, you know, 500 calories uh, a day to lose one pound a week. So therefore, a thousand calorie deficit a day to lose two pounds a week. I promise you, if you do a thousand calorie deficit a day, a um, few things are going to happen. You're going to lose a lot of muscle mass. You're going to look like a skinnier, lighter, fluffier version than you are. You're going to be hungry. Like if you're a woman and your theoretical maintenance is at 2000, technically you would be going down to a thousand calories a day. That's my breakfast. That is not a lot of food for you to survive on. Uh, if you're a man going from 3,000 to 2,000, that's a massive deficit. That's huge. You're going to be hungry. You're going to have more cravings. You're going to have less energy. You're going to feel grumpy. You're going to make worse decisions when it comes to your nutrition. It doesn't make sense. want to be efficient. Start with 100, 150 calorie deficit, right? Give your body a chance to adapt to it. By the time that it adapts to it, you'll have lost some weight. Create another small deficit and just go from there. You want to maximize every single decrease that you do. That is productivity when it comes to fat loss, right? More is not better. More is setting you up for failure. And the more you start with at the beginning, right? Yes, psychologically, the number on the scale is dropping. You're seeing more progression and it's great, but you're setting yourself up for failure in two, three, four months down the line because you have to keep doing more than what you're doing. That is the rule. So if you start with a lot, then you have to add to the a lot and then it becomes a lot, a lot at the end. And now you're doing an excessive amount of cardio, you're severely under eating. And then you're wondering why you are hungry, why you have craving, why your hair is falling out, why you don't sleep well, why you have no sex drive, why your period's all out of whack and why you put all the weight back on after. Well, you know, this you're using very unsustainable, unhealthy approach. And so again, activity doesn't equal productivity base of strength training, be smart with your increases in cardio and where you start, be smart with your calorie deficit. If you want us to take care of that for you, that is literally what we do. We're really freaking good at it. We've helped over 600 members from 20 different countries completely transform their health on a whole food plant-based lifestyle, right? And if you're someone that's not 100% whole food plant-based, that's fine. We're, we actually opened up to working with people that want to transition to eating more plant-based because I realized I don't need vegans to be more vegan. I need more people to eat more plant-based. And so we opened up a program to work with people that want to transition, that want to eat 70, 80, 90% more plant-based and help guide them towards that so that ultimately they can live a healthier life and ultimately reach the body that they want. So if you want more details on that, there's a link in the show notes, uh, basically fitvegan.ca, where you can book your free breakthrough coaching call with me, 
where we're going to chat, come up with a game plan, identify what are the things that are preventing you from reaching a goal and establish, establish a nice little game plan and see if we would be a good fit to work together because I am picky um, on who we work with. I don't want to bring a bad apple in the program. And I say this to everyone I jump on a call with. Um, I don't bring on everyone to the program. If I think someone is not going to be coachable, if I think someone's not going to be a good fit or someone else might be a better fit than me to coach them because of their approach and they want to be military-like and they want to be obsessive over tracking their macros, that is not what we do. I'll pass them off to someone else. I'll just let them know that's not a good fit. And so if you actually have a willingness to improve and your priority is and your focus is you want to be healthy while transforming your body, then we are the go-to for that. We're the world's number one whole food plant-based body recom coach. There's no one else that does what we do. Other coaches will use fake meat or give you macros to track, right? So you use a lot of vegan processed food to hit your protein. We don't do that. Everything is whole food plant-based. On the flip side, everyone that is whole food plant-based doesn't focus on body recomposition. They focus on being healthy, which is an awesome thing. And I love that they're doing that. But if you're someone that wants to be healthy and have a great body, we're the only ones that combine the two of them. So again, the link is in the show notes. Hopefully you have to get a nice little conversation together. So hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. Again, these podcasts come out twice a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and I'll see you in the next one. Ciao. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the episode and would like to support, please share it with others that would benefit from it. Share it on social media and be sure to leave a five-star rating and review. You can also follow me on Instagram at Maxim underscore official and on YouTube at FitVegan. The links will also be in the show notes. I'll see you in the next episode.